and welcome to Gravel Notes, a place to chat and have a few sips. Today is November 7th, 2022. Thanks for listening. I'm Caitlin, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I'm Kelsey, and my pronouns are also she, her, and hers. And today we have beers. Beers! And they start with the letter T, or have the letter T. Terrific. Yes. <laughs> so proud of myself. <laughs> I five. Thank you. And we're in real life, so we did that real, for we real. We did. We're it's actually facing each other, face <laughs> to face, in person. It's awesome. Which was Kelsey's genius idea. I had us, like, awkwardly sitting next to each other, and Kelsey's like, this is, like, the perfect death situation. It in, like, is. conference. Because we can actually see each other. <laughs> we're not, you know, we don't have desk boxes. And yeah, they're still here. I'm glad they are, because we <laughs> might need them. Never know. But we're going to have beer. Yes. So cool to have her like a real life high five. Worth it. Totally. Oh, let's see. That one probably was rolling around. Careful, it might. Oh, thank you. It might uh, do its thing, so do be careful upon opening. Oh, this is a cool name. It's Mavi Lezak. It is a Czech beer. It is a dark Czech-style lager made by Lion Bridge out of Cedar Rapids. It is a dark lager in a Czech style. And lagers are special because they're like more work for some, compared to like ales, right? That I don't know about. But I like this one a lot. Yeah, this is wonderful. It's... um. It has maltiness to it, but I wouldn't call it malty. Right. It definitely is dark. Um, It doesn't have the same caramely maltiness as, say, like a stout or a porter would. Yeah. It's definitely lighter bodied, like a lager would speak to. Um. I really like it. But full it. flavor. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. It's very full flavored. It's definitely, um, I don't want to say it smacks you of flavor. Because it's not like a in-your-face smack of flavor, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would almost say that this is a beer, like, beer enthusiasts of all levels could enjoy. Like, I could, I wouldn't be afraid to, like, hand this to a Bushlight person and be like, just try it. I could see that. Maybe I shouldn't say bush light person, a light beer person, and be like, hey, try this, try this craft brew. Well, it, you know, with it being a lager, it's similar style to, say, Bud mm-hmm. Light would be. Um, but it kind of has some of the same notes as, like, Guinness without, like, the extra heaviness to it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was a really good description. So, yeah. I really like this one. Um, that was Tamavi Lezak, which is the Czech pronunciation for a dark beer, dark lager, I assume. <laughs> I didn't get a super clear explanation from a cute or Workiva, sorry, um, from Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. But it's a beer that is brewed at a low temperature, and that's for a lager. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 
So I imagine that makes it take longer. I don't know. Like cold brew coffee? Could be. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get too fancy for myself here. But this is a lovely beer, Kelsey. Thank you. And it's so cool that it starts with a T and it looks cool. I uh, I was, you know, I was looking around and I actually had a beer picked out at one of the breweries I went to over the weekend and I forgot to buy it. (laughs) Um. And it's like, hmm, what do I get? What do I get? And it's like, we haven't had a check or anything check related on here no. in a while. And it's like, oh, I want something check. And Lion Bridge is wonderful. They are. And they're out of Cedar Rapids. This beer only has 372 check-ins on Untapped. Mm-hmm. And it's a 3.9. It's pretty solid. Yeah, it is. Well, now that we have our beers, would we like to cheers? Yes, let's cheers. We'd like to cheers to the sheep for their wool. Shepherds for their dedication. And the sheepdogs. And the beer that keeps the world happy. Cheers. Oh, we actually got a clink. Yes. Um, Also, now that we have our beers, how are you, Kelsey? I'm really good. I got to see my friend Caitlin today. And I hung out with Riker. Yay! And played. And I saw Brian. (laughs) And I feel like it's been forever has been a little bit. I have zero plans for this week. Oh, that's amazing. Outside of this and possibly getting some cocktails with my mother. Yay, mom time. Yeah. So out of those, that's really not much in the way of plans. You know, it's the first time in months and months and yeah. months that I can have an entire week with nothing. I don't think you even had a day of nothing. <laughs> I know. Or a half day of nothing. You know, it's also exciting. <laughs> I have Friday off from work. Yes. <laughs> so not only do I have no plans, but I have a short week. So it's going to be a good week. I just know it. Enjoy it so much. Oh, I will. Let's see, though. Like, so last week I was all over the state. I worked my side job in three different places, three different parts of the state. Uh, I spent... Mm, 15 hours in cars. <laughs> maybe, maybe slightly more. Maybe 16. That's a lot of time in cars and not much of it spent knitting or crocheting. Oh, no, mm-hmm. thank you. But that did allow me to make some money, which is always good. And I got to go to a few new breweries. Yay. Uh, Cole and I spent the weekend in Omaha last weekend. Kind of a last hurrah on my... Uh, Side job season's coming to a close, so I finally get more time. Can you sense the theme? <laughs> more time. Time is nice. <laughs> Just so I can go fill it up with all kinds of other things, I'm sure. I really want to get back to biking. Um, yeah. And the weather really isn't... I mean, it's a little cold this week. Like, it's cold, but definitely doable. Oh, Definitely. Um, I have good plans, though, on getting back on my trainer and actually doing some, like, workout-type riding. Um, but yes, I, I'm not going to try to miss out the, on any good days that we have left, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I was a little worried that it was going to be rainy and cold all weekend, so we didn't take our bikes with us. We just took our disc golf um, stuff. So we played a lot of disc golf over the weekend. And instead of biking, which was... F- 
good. It's still good to get out and do, to move, to do, move your body around in different ways. And yeah, it's so good to do different things. Exactly. Changing things up is good. I even almost thought about running last week. The weather was <laughs> so nice. And I just, you know, I, I I always struggle a little bit with a little bit of seasonal um, depressive. Is it sad? Yeah, yeah seasonal mm-hmm. depressive. Um, and so I really want to work on finding ways to avoid that or keep it at bay as best I can this winter. So far, the time change seems to be doing okay. This is a bad choice. I'm making all sorts of noise. Why is this so hard? I don't know. What are you doing? I'm trying to get the... There we go. Oh, it was oh. Tate. Sorry, friends. Um, and sorry, Kelsey. I didn't mean to be rude, but I was rude. <laughs> um, the label for my cone was, like, taped onto the cone. And it's like, why isn't this just slipping off? This is this is so weird. But, but, but. <laughs> What's happening? What's okay. going on? Uh, back to Kelsey. Matt, your mercy. <laughs> Oh, well, back to me then. Okay. Yes. Uh, what else is going on in the world of Kelsey? <laughs> Lots of things. You've been doing all sorts of fun stuff. Oh, I don't feel like it. Been just, I feel like I've just been getting through, getting by every day and just going, 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 <laughs> like between work and my side work and life. But I think there's blue sky and sunshine and there's a break in the clouds, and it's gonna be okay. Aw, good. Yeah, I think that's a good note for me. How are you? That's What's so new? great to hear. I want to hear more about Kelsey. Um, I actually so for several episodes, I keep meaning to mention these things and haven't been. So I figured this was like a good catch-up chance for that. But I probably should talk about Halloween too. So where should I start? I forgot about him. <laughs> I did until just this moment, and I was like, I can't not talk about my adorable son and um, trick-or-treating. So we, I kind of fell into it hard. Like, we trick-or-treated, like, four different times, because I was like, I want to do all the things. Like, this is the first year that he can kind of do it and get it. And last year we did a little bit, but this year, like, he was able to walk around the whole zoo. Yeah, so he picked out his costume. And he wore different variations depending on where we were at, just because of what he was in the mood for. And we're like, great. Um, but we went shopping, and the first thing he picked out were some light-up butterfly wings. Okay. And then he also picked out a werewolf costume. And so he says, I'm a butterfly werewolf. I like it. <laughs> Super cute. I am, I am glad he made his own decisions on that. Me too. <laughs> I I think it's great. It's kind of funny. The last week, he's been super obsessed with Iron Man. I'm like, I'm kind of glad it was a pause. Like, I'm kind of glad this happened after. Because, like, next year he could be a superhero. Like, this year he was this wild thing and it was so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe next year he'll be something wild, too. Good point. You totally could be. Um, But it was great. The weather was nice. Um, We we made either around two or three blocks. That's pretty solid. um, People's candy games have changed. At least in this neighborhood. We had like three or four people give us full candy bars. Jeez. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's not what we left out in front of our house. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a full box of cereal. 
<laughs> you know, you're not the first person I've heard that from. Interesting. I, he's ex- he's thrilled about it. It's like a Halloween themed cereal. That's cool. <laughs> but I I do know there was a big sale on like there was a big oh that's right cereal sale at Hy-Vee. Yeah, like fifty percent off or yeah. something. But, but yeah. when it's like a dollar twenty nine and a full size candy bar is probably about a dollar twenty nine. Good point. $2. Who knows yeah. at this point? But they're probably similar price, so why not give out a bunch of? It's a great point. And that was um, a block like kind of north of us that I don't know if they get quite as much traffic. So um, they were really happy to have us. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that was super fun. And we did it with friends of ours have a kid that's just uh, probably eight or nine months younger than Riker. And they had a blast. And we had a good time walking with other parents that... Have a similar aged kid. <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. I feel like that's the way to do it. Like you, something for you to do, and the kids are doing their thing, and etc. You can socialize together too. Yeah, thank you. So that was that was fun. Um, we did a. They, I guess this is a series, and I don't know how far along there. I'm guessing it's near the end, but in Des Moines, they're going from brewery to brewery and doing five Ks. Oh, and. So I stumbled on it like a few days before, but we did a 5K at Fox Brewery. And I got a fun shirt that like has a bunch of brew taps and it says like Brewery 5K or something. So that was fun. Um, And that was quite the day because I decided to overschedule myself as I do. So I met two of my girlfriends out um, at Ewing Park, which is... 25 minutes away from our house and the plan was to leave at 7 30 we left late and then we ate breakfast and i had to run back to do all this stuff but we it was my first time mountain biking over there i really like that me too park. like i've been been thinking lately that i need to get over there well if i'm free let me know <laughs> i can do that i'm getting a little bit faster but it's i'm like i'm still kind of in turtle mode you're still probably faster than i am at this point on mountain bike stuff i don't know but i i like the park a lot i think they have fun oh gosh what are they called challenges um they have a flow trail so you yes we did that oh you're you're talking um elements like different elements trail elements yeah um and they do have some climbs but i think they're reasonable like there's some i've gone on i'm like I'm just going to climb up this mountain. This is not fun. Like, it's, it's, it's reasonable. Like, it's a little bit of a challenge, but then you get a nice downhill. It's, I think it's nicely balanced, at least from my preference. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I like that they have a good number of hills. It's more than a lot of the areas around here. Oh, for sure. Um, and they're longer than a lot of the ones around here. Um, but it's nice to have that variation. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Just the something different um so that was cool too i've been told i need to talk more about biking on the podcast so got got some in um i promise if i ride some more i'll talk some more (laughs) and i need to too like we both have fun biking stories i just need to i don't know talk about it (laughs) actually on the note of biking so i don't think i've talked about this on the podcast yet but the owner of the bike shop that we bike with on Tuesdays, um, it's called Big Cock Bike Shop, if you want to check it out. Uh, I, he definitely does not have an Instagram since he barely uses Facebook. <laughs> but he has a pretty large inventory of bikes. Um, 
But anyways, he's been biking every day. He's done it now for over two years. And like I have biked with him at four degree weather. We've biked in the pouring rain. It's, um, I don't know. It's just something kind of fun. And so I started doing it after my friend Leah started doing it. So she's exactly, I didn't do this on purpose, but she's exactly 30 days ahead of me. <laughs> That's funny. Because the other day I posted him, she's like, oh, I'm just, I we're exactly 30 days apart. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Um, numbers are cool. Um, but it's been fun. It's pushed me. I think I've talked about biking to the gym in the morning and how I don't, I didn't really bike by myself before. And now I can bike in the dark by myself. Um, that's so, huge. Yeah. It's, it's cool um, to just grow in that way. Um, but I am, as of today, at 136 days. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, and the, the typical rule is at least five miles outside. Um, my rule and Brian's rule is that we just get on our bike and we don't overthink it. It's like, whose typical rule are you talking yeah. about? It's like, to me, if you go and ride your bike, you're exactly. going and rode your bike. Yeah, and there was, I was sick I don't know, a few months ago for like two days. And each day I just rode a mile and I was like kind of miserable and in my pajamas. But then I came back in. And I'm like, actually, I feel a little better now that I moved a little. Mm-hmm. So it's been kind of a fun thing. And um, I don't know, Brian and I are kind of advocating for each other. And I'm like, oh, have you gotten your bike in yet? <laughs> so it's it's been cool. It's been really fun to see you both growing and biking Aww. this year a lot. You both have taken huge leaps in the last year thank you i'm trying I, I really love how much you guys are riding now and i'm just kind of jealous because <laughs> i'm not as close to everything <laughs> but you you're you're fast <laughs> oh my god we did gravel with kelsey like i i do think i did okay but yes, we're like going did. down the hills like i'm just on my brakes like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then kelsey's just like boom like, oh, there she goes. <laughs> I'm great at downhills. Uphills, I shall. Oh, downhills is so scary. <laughs> it's so scary for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're totally a rock star. You've been a great resource. Um, so that was something I want to talk about. And then just this weekend, I was like, well, why not try to knit every day? Um, cause I almost always do, but there are some days I'm like, Oh, I don't think I did today. And so I started an Instagram account and I'm going to try to take a picture every day of something I'm knitting. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was very excited to see your Instagram account and that was going to be just knitting stuff. Yeah. But I like that. Thanks. That's cool. I'm still going to try to post knitting on other accounts. Um, but I'm going to try to put that one on there. Because I, I need more knitting on my normal one. Because I put everything on gravel knits first. Right. <laughs> Whereas I've been doing it the opposite. Almost everything I've been putting up has been going on gravel knits. And my own Instagram has gotten <laughs> left out. Mine is too. Mine has way less knitting on it right now. There's good stuff on there. I'm like, oh, there's good pictures. But I have no, like, I knit every day. Where's my knitting? <laughs> so I'm going to work on that. Um and then one more update, I was actually when I was re listening to like the episodes in the 20s, I was talking about trying to get my pull ups back. And then I really haven't touched back on that. So I thought I'd do that last housekeeping item. Uh, I did get my pull ups back. And on a really good day, I can get three in a row. 
Nice. And I've worked like three years for this. I'm like, I gotta show, like, tell the world about it because it's awesome. <laughs> it works so hard. And not that it matters in any way, shape, or form, but are they strict pull ups or are they nice? Yeah, strict pull ups. Caitlin's there yes. sipping her beer, shaking her head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, strict pull ups. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of some just updates about me and what I've been up to. And I don't know why I waited 136 days to throw this out there, but now it's out there. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's me. Um, Kelsey, we're, let's see, we want to do some announcements? Let's do some announcements. All right. We don't have a lot of announcements, but I'll give a nice little update on our challenge. On the stash challenge, we still have some great movement going. Uh, we had almost wow. negative 5,000 again last month, just shy uh, for the overall for everybody, which is just awesome. You guys are rock stars. I'm really excited to see where we end up with on the air for an overall negative because we're getting very close. <laughs> it's looking to be awesome. Shannon is still leading with a negative 22,700 <laughs> meters. You are really helping our averages thank you <laughs> that's legit followed closely behind with emory at a negative 15,967 meters wow and then linda collins in third at a negative 9,749 wow guys and then of course we still have plenty of people close to zero including perla wheezy josie yeah Negative 66. That's mm -hmm, legit. Mm -hmm. Nice. I would love to be in the negatives. Mm -hmm. Me too. But I am making progress on Caitlin. I'm catching you. You are. You're getting closer. Because I had a project today that went in for 784 yards. Nice. Uh, I had one for 300. Nice. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, I need to finish this. I need to finish this. Let's get this finished. And I did. <laughs> Yay. So Caitlin is at 5,917, and I'm at 8,860. So I'm coming for you. You are coming for me. i got to keep going and not buying. No buying. I'm under 3,000 yards to go. I can get there. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I have for that. Oh, but a reminder that you can join in our stash challenge at any point. Just remember that we are trying to get as close to zero or under as we can. And we have until January 10th. Submission form is on our website and there's a link in our Instagram. And it's never too late to start. So if you haven't even joined in yet, but you feel like you want to, yeah. just start from today and we'll go forward. Join us. Mm -hmm. It's been fun to track. Yes, it has. I've definitely be noticed how much... I've bought in the past and how much I'm using and it's kind of fun. Yeah, I'm definitely more aware. Yeah, aware and focused on my purchases. Alright. I don't think I have any more announcements unless you do. I do not. In that case, Caitlin, what have you been listening to? Heavyweight. Heavyweight? What's that? This podcast is great. I don't know how I stumbled on it. Um... But it is about when someone has like an issue or a problem that's been a heavy weight on their life. So it's 
not the physical. It's like the mental. Mental and emotional. Yeah. So there are all sorts of stories. Um, one that I recently listened to that was fantastic um, is this girl, when she was younger, she accidentally recorded over an interview of her father. Oh, no. Um, with a, oh, gosh, the achy, breaky heart guy. What's his name? Cyrus. Billy Cyrus? Billy Ray Cyrus. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. You're awesome. Um, yeah, so she accidentally recorded over it with one of his concerts. <laughs> and so, and it was a while ago. And so it was like, she asked if we, they could find it. And they did find it. And she got to like give it back to his da- her dad and learned a lot about her dad. That was really neat. Oh, so that's cool. It was, it was cool. Um, so it's anything from like that. Um, the last one I listened to, they found a painting on the street that was gorgeous. And they researched it and found out who painted it and, and kind of didn't quite figure out how it ended up on the corner. But it was, I think it ended up in a museum or something. It was hmm. really cool. So um, it's just anything. Um, and it's uh, Jonathan Goldstein is the... He produces it and does a lot of the interviews, but right now he has someone else sitting in for him for a few weeks. So, um, and she's doing awesome too. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I'm just so excited. Um, but yeah, so it's a neat podcast, a little different. I, I know generally I try to do knitting podcasts, but I've really enjoyed this one. It, it kind of has a feeling like, um, American Life. Okay. It's, it's kind of like that, just, just smaller, more, yeah. I would say. So, like, you know, the American Life things. and three acts, that'd be, like, a one-act show. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the one act, and it's, like, more, like, one person's story than, like, a theme, I guess. But I think it's really interesting, and I haven't found an episode that I wasn't like, this is a good use of my time. So, I wanted to put it out there. I'll have to check that one out. Um, yeah. So, there's a link. Um, oddly, the website doesn't seem to be working, but I think it will. So, I left the link in for the website, because it's a big company but it it wasn't working it's um gimlet it's like there oh it's working now it's working okay now. earlier today it was not working so cool um so that's what i got kelsey what's brewing hmm let's see what is brewing i've got my hue shift going Although that project is in a little bit of timeout. Oh, no. Not for any reason other than the fact that it hurts me <laughs> if I do too much of it. Oh, interesting. It's a combination of the needles, the gauge, the acrylic yarn, and the weight of the blanket. So all of those coming into play kind of, I can't, I can't knit on it as much as I would like, if that makes sense. So I, you know, if I can get it in a square when I sit down and do it, that's awesome. Okay. Um, I did a week, a couple of weeks ago where I did a whole bunch of squares. That's right. Yeah. That, that was too much. <laughs> I am screwed if you finish that. Oh, I think I will though. Oh man. Okay. I gotta get my blanket game on. <laughs> and this is the mitered squares. Did I say that yes, right? Yes, you did I say, say it right. Wrong. You got it right that yes. time. Well, I'm screwed if you finish your blanket, too. <laughs> I'm going to try. Although I've got, like, three blankets in the works. Let's see. Come on, blankets. <laughs> we got two months. We do. No one gets Christmas presents. We have our blankets for our competition. We must finish. It's a blanket race now. <laughs> blanket race is on. I like it. 
just the thought of having a knitting blanket race. I love it. <laughs> you know, I haven't really done a whole lot on that one. Um, like I said, but I have a feeling that I'll be getting some more of it done this week. Nice. Maybe come to the office with me tomorrow. I don't really have anything that's like silly mindless knit at this point. I, I still am only working with like works in progress or a very limited number of yarn around the house. Mm. And so I'm kind of trying to work with what I have. It's nice to finish some whips though. It is. But I need something for like meeting knitting. Mm. And the hole is kind of empty right now. So I don't know what to put there. We'll we'll figure it out. (laughs) I have a staff meeting tomorrow, so... Mm. So there's the huge shift. And then I've been doing a lot more crochet than anything, honestly. And I don't know why. Why not? Exactly. (laughs) Why not? Um, But I've also been having a really strong connection to my grandmother through crochet awesome yeah my grandmother was a big crocheter and in the time that she was alive i never really figured it out um it wasn't until like she taught me a little bit and i could daisy chain and i could pretend to get something sort of right but never knew like where to put my hook in like what hole does this go into and just when I, every, every time I've been picking it up recently, I've just been feeling this strong connection to my grandmother. It's, like, it's a, a good, good place to be, so it, it's comforting. That's really special. I really didn't know her that well. She passed away when I was 16. Okay. Um, and she was, she lived in a different state. And she was my mom's biological mother. We didn't meet her until I was like five or six. Okay. So I only had like 10 years and didn't really know her that well. Uh, and there are a lot of things now that I've been appreciating and just like realizing how cool of a woman that she was and how much she did. And Neat. So it, it's, I, I think I've just been finding some comfort in crochet. Love it. And I lied. I, um, I do have one mindless project. It's a silly mindless project. Is it your awesome blanket? No. Oh, I guess that one is my last project, too. <laughs> but I do have a little sock toe. <laughs> Yay! Oh, yeah! It's that little Christmas colorway. of um Oh, I can't even remember. This was that sock company that I really liked, and you got some of this, West too. West Yorkshire? Yes, it's West Yorkshire Spinner. I see that wrong, though. Yeah, you said it right. Yorkshire. Yep. Um, so I got sock that I started in for last week's staff meeting. So this will just be my staff meeting. <laughs> Yay! Got it figured out. There we go. That's a sock. Yep. Um, but yes, <laughs> you That's are awesome. That's a sock. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we died. Nope, we're good. Oh, I was like, oh no. For a second it sounded like we died. Her laughing was just too overwhelming for our microphones. <laughs> But yes, you're talking about my mindless blanket, and I wish this were that mindless. I can't quite crochet and uh, not look at it. It's so lovely. But I'm so excited. I oh, I added 
the green and the red since our last episode. That's so awesome. So I've added about another inch in each direction. It's so cool to see it in real life. You, you could even like fold do you it. Need to squish it. Diagonal. Yes, I do. Oh my god! And it has so many sparkles. Look at all the colors. Oh, Kelsey, I love it. There's sparkles. There's <gasps> tweed. Like there's... all the things you could do with this. Like yes, it's a blanket, but I mean, like fold it like corner to corner. Right. And where is shawl? As of right now, it's still a perfect shawl size. Like. I could go a little bit farther yet and then still be okay. But yeah, it would totally be a good shawl size right now. Yeah, it's super fun. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> then also the nice part about so knitting on something with the, you know, size now is it keeps me warm. Yeah. <laughs> My office has been so cold lately that the warmth has just been so Same. nice. I swear we either bake or freeze at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's probably true for about anybody. But yes, I either bake or freeze. And lately it's been on the freeze. Mm. I've made some excellent progress on my spinning. Excellent. I had started doing some of uh, my Halloween spin from Watts Yarn. Yay! But it's kind of... That, for what I was doing with that, so uh, I got Watts Yarn um, Halloween Advent, mm-hmm. or Halloween Mystery Box, and it had four different colors and four different breeds and a bunch of different things to add in from locks to nups to cool, cool stuff. Uh, and I was kind of making little Rolags out of it using my hand carters to kind of make a little bump of fluff to do a long draw with. But I just didn't have the attention span for it. <laughs> it's like, I just need something to spin. <laughs> and as I went back to my um, combo spin, which is on pole earth and polar silk, and it's so beautiful. Yay! I am, I absolutely love spinning on polar, and polar silk is just luscious, and the colors are great, and I can just sit there and spin and just go. It's fun. And I, I'm so excited to have downtime, because that means more spinning time. That means I'm at home more with my spinning wheel. Yay! Um, I'm on the third bobbin. Of I think it's going to be three bobbins. I think I'm going to do three bobbins and then ply it and see where I'm at. Okay. Um, so I should have a pretty sizable skein of a three-ply when I'm done. Nice. No idea what I'm going to do with it yet, but it'll be something that has decent amount of yardage. Yay. So that's cool. Yep. I think that's what it, I think that does it for me on what's brewing. Okay. How about you? Um, I've I've touched a variety variety of things. I'm still working on my undergarment bags. Uh, make some really good progress on that, though. I'll talk about that more later. Um, I casted on the Megan Jane hat. Um, this is for my friend's boyfriend. And the, the hat's named Megan Jane. It's by Katie Pomper. Um, I actually linked her website in the notes 
um, if you'd like to check out any of her patterns. Um, and I'm really excited to knit it again. I feel like even though it's, it hasn't been that long, I feel like my color works so much better now. I, it, has. it feels you've, so much like, I don't know. <laughs> you've done a lot more of it since your first one. So I imagine that it'll feel a lot yeah. easier. It's, um, it's just, it's already like, I, I'm only two rows in and it already feels like smoother and nicer. And the other night Brian was doing story time and I was just sitting next to them and knitting it and he turned off the lights and I like, and he asked first, Brian's good. I promise. Um, <laughs> and I just kept going like, yeah, you're fine. Turn off the lights. I was like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> Look at me go. Um, so I, I do. And I think it's a really great pattern. Uh, you there's never more than three stitches of one color. Oh, that's nice. So you don't pick up floats. Um, not that I'm against that, but it just it just zooms around, and it's, I think it's a very welcoming hat for anyone that would like to try it. Now, did you give her hers before? Or yes, okay, <laughs> yeah, I did give her hers, and then I was gonna like size it up, but it's pretty big on Mel, so I'm like, I'll just do the same size. And Eric tried it on his head, and like, yep, same size. Um, his is probably gonna be. Smaller, but still fit his head, no problem. Watch, they'll end up trading. <laughs> Maybe. Which so that works. They both like green and black. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm doing the opposite as I did the last one. So the first one, the main color was the green, which is color 4065. And then the main color in this one is the, the black, which is uh, Tuja. Things how it said it's Earth Yarns is the brand. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, I'm excited. It's it's cool to I don't know. I haven't necessarily made any big changes, but just knitting more and learning. I'm just surprised how much like prettier my ribbing is and how much better I am as it switching between my fingers. Does that have corrugated rib? No. No. Nope. Just regular. Good question though. I, I do like corrugated ribbing. I, think it's I know neat. you do. <laughs> and Kelsey, I've kind of talked about it a little bit, but I have been going as hard as I can on my garter squish. Slow down. <laughs> um, so my plan is to do the new pride rainbow. That's probably the wrong word for it. I'm really sorry. The inclusive rainbow? Inclusive. Thank you. I knew I had the wrong word. Um, so then there's four additional colors after the purple. And... I'm on purple. Yay. So I actually, after Riker went to bed Friday night, I watched an entire TV season. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was up till three. Oh, geez. Knitting on it. But I was, it was just, I was happy and I didn't have a lot going on the next day. And I'm like, I'm going for it. I this is really nice. <laughs> I foresee one of those nights in my future, not too far off. I, no regrets. It was great. <laughs> It was a little crazy because I woke up four that morning. Oh, man. And, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was happy. And when I woke back up the next morning and Riker woke up, we were fine. We made pancakes. Or not pancakes. We made waffles and eggs and we were happy. Did you get a nap in? <laughs> nope. No. No nap. I think I stayed up to 10 o'clock that night, too. Jeez. So, I don't know. But, Yeah. So I'm I'm enjoying it. I am very glad that I have two needles and not trying to knit on the same needle because it's getting it's heavy. That thing is huge. And I 
like I'll be walking around my house with like sweatpants on and I'm like, no, I cannot knit it if I'm wearing pants because it's so hot. Oh, and there's sure. really not a way to not. Uh, yes, that's a garter squish. I am enjoying it. Um, at this point, I am holding five yarns at once. Um, only two are worsted, though. Okay. Um, I had a lot of stash of like, I'm not even sure. I'm not, I think it's even thinner than um, fingering. And so I'm just going through it. Might as well use what you've got, right? Yeah, and I I won't use it for something else because I don't totally know what it is, but I'm guessing it's acrylic or cotton. Um, some of it's on cones, some of it's in balls. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, well, it's looking good. It feels good. It's going to provide some great warmth. So warm. I love how big it is. <laughs> that thing is massive and Thank it's going to be amazing. I like it. Um, let's see what else. I think I have one more. Oh, yes. I've been working on my breakup uh, by Philippa Canero. And I'm liking that, too. I'm on the body. So there's yeah. not a lot to update, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, it is my work from home knitting. So it just hangs out on my desk and I'm going with it. I think that's me. I guess, oh, I haven't talked about this, what I'm currently knitting. I should talk about Oh, that. you should talk about that one. I like that one. Um, this is the West Side Market Bag by Corey Purdom. And I am holding double um, Lion Brand Re-Up in their Saffron colorway, which I, it's hard to find Re-Up now. I think they just did as a temporary, like... like, That's an interesting color of calling it saffron. Because it's a spice, right? Right. Or a flower. Right, but usually saffron ends up a yellowish color when cooked with. Yeah. Oh. That's what it's called. I like it. It's I'd say it's like an orangey gray and white, creamy white. But I'm making a market bag. I'm very excited. And I'm on the body of that. The pattern's written really well. I'm not following it 100% though. So if there's something you see and you're like, I don't like that, probably something I did. <laughs> That's the fun part though, yeah. is the fact that you you're, you can do whatever you want with it. But I love it. It's fun. Um, what did you, nice did you change bag. anything up person uh, purposefully? Um, I think the biggest thing was there was like some needle like changing needles and things like that to make the certain sections more sturdy and i was like eh. <laughs> but it it, may, it makes a lot of sense to do that i think it's i should but i didn't i could see where it would yeah um but i like it and it's it's fun to hold double i feel like the line brand re-up and then that um dishy cotton with knit picks i feel like holding double is more like worsted to me Mm-hmm. than holding single, but that's just how I feel about it. And make it a stronger bag. So yeah. I'm saying so yeah a lot tonight. That's what I got. That's... Okay. What is up next? Sounds like another beer is Yay. up next. <laughs> I wasn't being annoying and obnoxious <laughs> at all about it. No. This first one was so good. I know. It was easy. It was one of those where, sometimes, you know, often I get, you know, singles. But tonight I got a six-pack of that one. Good call.
This next one I got because one of our Patreon members just recently had it. Oh, fun. And I've had it before, but I really like it. And it starts with, it has a T, so I went with it. Thank you, Patreon member. Yay! Um... I don't know if we should shout out since since we didn't ask you, but thank you. This is Holodots by Toppling Goliath. It is a cranberry apple cinnamon lager. Oh, fascinating. This this can is super fun. It's super shiny. I, it looks Christmassy as it should. Yes. I am a big fan of most cranberry things. And I know I tried this last year, but it's been a while. And so I'm excited to have it again. Hey, it's definitely, there's definitely some Christmas-ness to it. It definitely has some, like, cider feel to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like this year's has more cinnamon, it's apple wonderful. cinnamony, like, mm-hmm. warming feel. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting the cranberry. Definitely still getting the cranberry. I feel like the apple it's is... less tart, though. Yes. The apple and the cinnamon really say hello. It's to me, it's like you're walking into a craft store that's got the mm-hmm. holiday. Yeah. Um, it's like you're. It's like you're drinking Christmas. I I'm okay <laughs> with drinking Christmas. <laughs> it's really fun. Well, thank you both of you. Yes. But on that note, I might need a slight pause. Okay. All right. So what's on tap for FOs? I have got two things. The first one I was working on and had like a little pretty quick deadline, I believe, on our last episode. I had about half an hour left of my octopus that I was crocheting. And I don't think I've posted a picture yet. But it's pretty yeah, darn it's so cute. cute. You have to post it. I will. Oh, where is it? It's just so cute. Oh, look at the little eyelashes. I did the octopus amigurumi. Uh, Lilies is a website that I came from. And I'll, the website will be linked in our show notes. Pretty simple. You crochet the head. You crochet some tentacles. And then you um, embroider a little face on it. Which it I did. has so much personality. It does. <laughs> and you can do I did mine in a couple different colors. I did mine in some leftover um, Bloomsbury DK and some leftover... Cascade Wave, and then I don't know, I have no clue what the little pink was. But turns out that the recipient now has two. Oh. <laughs> Someone else had made one as well. Which what is about really us? cool, right? Um but so now that they have two, not one if one gets lost, they'll be okay. Yeah. Um but yeah, that was an exciting finish. I really like that one. I would do it again. It was pretty easy. Um, go, went really quick. I would definitely do it again. The second thing I finished 
is My Lost Souls and Skulls Shawl by Marietta Roy. Yay! Super exciting! I started this over two years ago for one of my best friend's weddings. I meant to give it to her as a wedding shawl, but certainly didn't come anywhere close to finishing (laughs) it on time. So she'll get it a little over two years later, and that's perfectly okay. Mm -hmm. She got married on Halloween, so I wanted something very Halloween-y, but not too Halloween-y. So this fit the ticket. It's so Wow. Hi, I see you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I used... Fire and Dye Works, Bounce, in the color wing, Pumpkin Spice. Accurate. And I ran out just a little bit before the end, but I had an orange from a fingering weight mini skein set that was dyed at the same time, also by Lisa. So it just blends right in. I just had a little bit of that. And I finished that up today. I was so yeah. excited. I wouldn't, I can't even tell that. You, you. I think you still won yarn chicken. You like compromised yarn chicken. I did compromise yarn chicken. Yeah, got I, it. I actually ripped out so much of this, mm. so much, but it worked out great. Uh, I ended up with eleven different skull repeats. Cool. The nice thing about the pattern is that while it's written for worsted weight, mm-hmm. it kind of just says you know use whatever gauge you want, use whatever size weight of yarn you want with whatever hook's gonna work out just so I hook that works for it makes sense so i did mine on fingering weight with a size e hook okay and it worked out pretty well i used 195 grams of it so wow 784 yards nice job i really like i had so much fun it i learned so much from this I could crochet beforehand, and I could crochet some things, but I hadn't ever really, like, crocheted anything with form. Okay. Or that wasn't just, like, a simple single crochet, double crochet kind of thing. This actually it was a pattern where you actually had to pay attention. You do X for so and X, <laughs> you know, Y for so many. And, yeah, it was kind of fun. It kind of pushed my boundaries, and it makes me want to do more like it, so... We'll see what happens. Very cool. Very exciting. And uh, sorry, who was the designer of this one? I just missed Marietta that. Roy. Cool. It's very cool spelling of Marietta. It's M-R-Y-E-T-T-A. Neat. Mm-hmm. It's so lovely, Kelsey. Thank you. I don't think I could give it away. You're amazing. <laughs> I, you know, if I hadn't intended to give it away initially, I might not be here. <laughs> it's really neat. I may have to make a second one. So, what's on tap for you? Oh, me. Um, oh, didn't I talk about that last week? The sockhead cowl? I don't know. Did I finish it? Did okay. you finish it? I finished no, it. No, you finished it. It's I cool. finished it. Yeah. And I actually, it's funny because, like, I don't want it to get too cold. But um, at the same time, I was like, oh, my God, I get to try this. <laughs> uh, and this morning, I was like, I know it's only, it was like 30... 34 when I left the house. Okay. So I already had my balaclava on, but I'm like, I'll just throw this on top, see how it feels. And it was nice and warm. Um, With my helmet strap and everything, it's going to take some figuring out how I want to put it on. It's like, it sounds like between that and the balaclava, there might be a lot going on right there. Yeah. 
Um, but it was it was warm. It made a difference. Um, you might be able to pull that part up over your helmet's job. That was kind of what I what I had tried. Um, I think I just needed to get it over the back a little more, mm-hmm. and then it would work. Um, but it was it definitely kept me warmer, and it it makes sense to have a cowl because even with the balaclava and like my Under Armour, there still is kind of that space there that can be opened up to the wind. So I liked it. Um, and I actually tried different knitting needles for this one. I bought these forever ago, planned to knit a hat with them. I didn't, um, mm-hmm. cause it's weird. It's 3.75 millimeters. <laughs> so it's kind of a unique, um, size. What size is that? In US? I think it's a five. Okay. Right. I think six is four millimeters. Yes. Yeah, okay. Is four. Um, and so they're the smart sticks by knitters pride. Um, I like them. They're less sharp than like Chaigu or um, Addie's. But for Worsted, it was, that was just not a problem. <laughs> and it's kind of neat. They have, so on the actual needles, they're striped. Mm-hmm. So every stripe Aren't is an they, inch. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And then on the cord, there's lines. So every line is an inch. So that's that's kind of a nice feature that they added without really, I don't know, it just makes it a more purposeful tool. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, I like knitting with them. I would say they, while this was like a 16-inch needle, so I wasn't ever intending to do Magic Loop, I don't know if they would be as good for Magic Loop. But for what I did, they were great. So, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how the marks on the cord hold up. Yeah, I agree. Or yeah, even the ones on, on the... On the needle itself. Yeah. They seem they seem good, but I I don't know. Cause the actual like the end tips of the needles are just are not colored and that's mm-hmm. down, so they they're probably fine, but I don't know. And then I just finished this while we were recording. And I hadn't even talked about it yet, because it was that quick of a project. Um, but it is the very sudsy soap sack by Molly Hatchick. And yeah, it's just, it's got this little like slip stitch pattern and it's really fun because it makes it look like almost color work if you use a variegated yarn. Mm-hmm. And I used Lily Sugar and Cream. I believe they're nautical colorway. That would make sense. Yep. Nautical ombre. So it is um, red, navy, and white. It was fun. It did tell me to crochet a chain, and I just did it with my fingers. So I had an opportunity to practice crochet, but I didn't. (laughs) Full honesty. But I love it. I have not put soap in it yet because I literally just finished it. She did. Like, I had no (laughs) clue she was even knitting this. Yeah, it was was a car project in Brian's car, and it just went so fast. And it was fun. It's something you can just kind of glance at and know where you're at in the pattern. Um... And I, I think slip stitch is fun. I need to do some mosaic knitting after doing this, actually. <laughs> that sounds good. Like, uh, I, I think that I haven't would done be it in a while. I haven't done it in a while either. It sounds like a good uh, project to do something. Yeah. But I, I love this. I thought her instructions were clear and concise. And I'm excited to try it. I think it is going to be very sudsy, as she says, because of the because, texture uh-huh. I made. So is the idea that you put your soap in it and then mm-hmm. scrub with yep. the soap inside of it or? Yeah. And so some, 
Some people use it like for soap, like when it gets too small, mm-hmm. and they just build until it gets bigger. Um, but you can also just put a whole bar in there too. Okay. So it's whatever that works for you. So like in each shower, I already do have one that I just bought, and I just put the scraps, and it was like too frustrating to use the soap. <laughs> um, but now I have a pretty one. I might have to make one of those. I I liked it, and it took no time at all. I don't. Not more than two hours. I can see that being very handy. Yeah. And then I I hinted at this before. I completed another undergarments bag. Yay! Um, This is the largest size. And I did this one holding double. Sorry. No, I have the hiccups. Okay, got it. Um, And I used both Lion brand Re-Up and Knit Picks Dishy. Knit Picks Dishy has like a marled yarn. So I held that, which was purple and white, with Lion Brands Re-Up purple, which is a little bit of a lighter purple. And then once I ran out of the purple, I switched to green. So it was green, white, and purple. I did Marling. like how that one worked out. <laughs> I was I was really excited, too. And then when I ran out, it was just green at the end. So it's kind of like Hulk-esque colors. <laughs> but it worked out well. I thought Thank they you. worked well. I love purple and green together. I think they're super fun. So that's that is all done. And I took a picture of it with the other two that I didn't have in use. Um, but the problem is once they're in use, they like stretch out a little so they don't look as cool in pictures anymore. Right. But <laughs> yeah. So I was excited to finish that one. I think while my pattern wording is super weird, I think I have the right information. <laughs> so that's something. Sweet. That's exciting. I think I think that's my last one. Um, and it's nice to get through my cotton. Oh, how did I not talk about this before? Okay, so I have a giant container of cotton, and I had a drawer of cotton, and now I just have a giant container of cotton. Ooh. So yeah, you're definitely getting down there on your cotton. Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying I won't keep cotton in my stash, but I don't need that much cotton. For what you've been doing for the dishcloths and stuff you make, though, it, it's always worth having some. I think I, I'm getting close to graduating to, like, making hats or something on my bikes instead. But we'll see. We'll yeah, see what no. the need is. I have a pretty solid gift stash of of dishcloths right now. <laughs> It'll run out one day. Yeah, that's true. But I have no no gift stash of hats. So perhaps you should work on that. <laughs> So I have options. And so many awesome patterns. <laughs> uh, I think that's what I have. Um, do we have any stash enhancements? I don't. But it looks like you might have had a bike enhancement that we didn't yes. talk about. Yeah. So last episode, I actually threw this in like as a post-recording thing. Because there was a part in the episode where Kelsey started talking about how much mittens help versus gloves. I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about that later. And then we didn't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I wanted us to both get to talk about it. Um, but my, my stash enhancement is lobster gloves. So they're like a hybrid between mittens and gloves. So my first two fingers and my last two fingers, so we're not counting my thumb, are together. 
and then my thumb. So I have like three fingers. Yes, I have a pair as well. <laughs> They're the best thing ever. It's crazy how much warmer it is when you just have two fingers together versus not at all. Yes. Um, and it's, it is a lot nicer to shift. It's interesting. I didn't realize how much like I'll use my pinky sometimes to shift and things. I'm like, huh. Interesting. I use my, <laughs> yeah, I use my pinky and my like ring fingers a lot. Yeah. I, I just never really noticed. And I was like, oh, and that's, that's good to know. <laughs> and I didn't really realize until, until I had those. But they're excellent. I'm excited about them. And I wanted to talk about them with Kelsey a little bit instead of just like it's supposed to like, oh, yeah, and I got these gloves that we kind of talked about but didn't talk about. <laughs> there is actually a pattern. I know there's at least one trigger mitts that would have a similar idea feel. And I may have to make one of these now that I talk about it. I'm curious, but also afraid to test them just like because of wind. Like, would you line them, or is it, like, they're, the gauge is really tight? Oh, like, I wouldn't necessarily make them ne- exactly for biking. Okay. But more just, like, an everyday thing, because I do like mittens in general. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were going to make them for the bike, I would just do a tight gauge. Okay. Uh, but I would probably end up using them under my pogey lights. <laughs> <laughs> there would still be some kind of wind protection. Pogies are awesome. People are very opinionated on those, though. Some people love them. Some people hate them. Yes. (laughs) But, yeah, there are a couple of things out there, like trigger mitts, you know, any kind of thing that you can have separated fingers where you have multiple fingers together. Mm -hmm. That makes such a difference. Yeah. When I was shopping, I was actually looking, and I think there's a pair that your thumb, first finger, and middle finger are all on their own, and then your pinky and your ring finger and I was almost sold on these, and he's like, no, really, the other ones are warmer. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think just having the two fingers makes yeah. a big difference. And it, it gives me enough control to bike, so. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a fun enhancement. They'll be much well used. Yeah, I've not used, and they're like layers. So there's like a shell and then there's two layers. And so I have not used all three layers yet. I have to check yours out. Mine only have two layers. Yeah. Sorry. Mine do two. So there's like the shell and then the two inner side inner layers. No, I just have oh, one gotcha. inner layer. Yeah. I might not ever need both. <laughs> <laughs> it's very well possible. Um, Kelsey, do you have any hangovers? I don't. Well, I guess. I mean... I had a little game of yarn chicken. Yeah, so that's, that but can be a version of one. It's a version of a hangover. I would say that it ends up following falling into um, probably a coffee hangover. Okay. Perhaps some Advil. That's good. Um, I was working on my lost skulls shawl, and I was like, okay, how many repeats can I get through? How many repeats can I get through? And I wasn't really weighing my yarn, nor did I really care, um, especially the nice thing with crochet is it's so easy to rip out <laughs> so easy you just go shoop, and then you pick up and you don't have to really worry about dropping a lot of stitches you just have to find one so it's like okay i'll just drop back and rip back and go 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 i think i ended up ripping back more rows in the last four days than i ended up knitting oh no <sighs> and that's okay it was very much a learning process 
And I'm glad I did. It turned out amazing. Thank you. But it just, I, I wanted to get more repeats. I wanted to maximize my yarn usage. And I did. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I had tried to get one more repeat in, but then I realized I still had nine more rows to go and probably only had enough for three. Okay. And then ended up ripping back and redoing. And so I worked out great. And it wasn't very hard. It was just a matter of, oh, I just want to do more. <laughs> I was enjoying working on it so much. Kind of sad that it's over now. Oh, I totally get that. Sorry, I knocked on my phone. <clears throat> but yeah, it's just one of those projects. I was just like, why is my whole mom be done? Hmm. Do you have any hangovers? I don't think so. I've had I've had a lot of yarn birth with my uh, garter squish. Mm-hmm. But that's, I don't know. I'd say it's a hangover where you drink more beer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just, it's kind of expected when I'm marling and they're all different types of balls wound. Like some are skeins, some are, some I'm pulling from the center, some from the outside. It's just kind of whatever like, I oh can no. find. So I'm pretty much opening myself up to the chaos of that. Um, but I have found if I like have everything. So I sit on the left side of the couch. And so I have everything hanging off to the left side. Mm -hmm. And if I like kind of pull a few arm links and then knit it and pull it like that seems to do the best. Right. So then <laughs> it's not a constant movement. It's not constantly going to get it has less opportunity. Yes. Thank you. Glad that makes sense. <laughs> like even if mentally this just makes sense to me, it's working. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> Um, so I don't think it's quite, I don't know if it's a hangover. It's just the nature of what it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hangover where you drink more. Right. Whatever it's, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Just hair of the dog. Yeah. Although that actually has been proven to help a little. It really has. Yeah. Yeah. Just that little bit of like, a, mm -hmm. it just lens, le lessens the impact. Yeah. Um, anyways, I think we're ready for our topic. And I was trying to think of a different perspective to look at holiday knitting that's mm -hmm. coming up. And we've talked about gift knitting, and I am happy to continue talking about gift knitting. But today, I thought it'd be fun to talk about the actual knitting you're doing while you're traveling to your holidays or what you're knitting when you get there, if you're, or maybe you're hosting, but just the projects to work on during the holidays. And I know that for me, necessarily, I don't necessarily travel for the holidays much, mm -hmm. but I do travel a lot in general. Yes. So these are definitely things that can come in handy anytime. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so in, in the case of traveling, um, smaller projects do tend to be more mobile. Like my garter squish is not leaving the couch until it's done. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's where it lives because it's so giant. Um, even some shawls can be a little difficult to move around and knit. Like there are certain shawls that I can knit in the car and there are certain ones where I'm like, no, that's just not an option. Um, sweaters too. 
But it's to, it's to me, every single thing, whether it's a hat or a sweater or et cetera, mm-hmm. blanket, they all have different levels of mobility. How many, how many balls are attached to it? How many colors am I using? How much is this pattern? Am I on a chart? All of these things are great to take in consideration. Absolutely. Are you going to be changing needle sizes? Are you, you know, all of the many different things that mm-hmm. can come into play. Yeah, so the more complex, the more larger your project, the more challenge it might be to move with it. Right. Are you going for an overnight? Are you have something, do you have just enough space to shove something into a backpack? Hey, a pair of socks might be a great thing to take. Mm -hmm. Um, And a benefit of that, uh, not that all socks are fingering, but if it is a thinner yarn, you're less likely to run out. This is true. (laughs) I know if I'm limited on the number of items that I can take, I'm going to probably take something in fingering weight. So it will last me longer. Excellent. Um, On the flip side for me, um, I will still take something a little bit thicker because I still can't quite talk and knit fingering at the same time. Um, Or sit in the car like I can, but it's just not quite there yet i think i need to master dk first so i would do dk or thicker just because it's easier for me to knit and talk and do it um and then bumps Bumps. not as good as managing bumps in the car (laughs) so thicker yarn's a little easier for that too so if you are doing if you are traveling like we travel six hours to go see my family by car so yeah thicker thicker is better for me (laughs) but same time i'm gonna run out faster so it's definitely one more thing to bring into yeah. consideration, yes. Um, and Kelsey kind of mentioned colors. Um, as you add extra colors, there may be some more complexity in the pattern, which may be harder. Like, say, if you're in the car or if you're at Christmas hanging out with your family, how easy is it for you to talk and look at the chart and manage all the colors or the lace or whatever? Like, keeping that in mind of the complexity in what you can do. And that, of course, is going to be different person to person. These Mm -hmm. are all things to take into account for your abilities. And even project to project, I think there's some color work, like the one-by-one color work. Yeah, no problem. Oh, definitely. (laughs) But if I'm catching floats or if I'm managing multiple color, like more than two colors at once or... Is it, you know, uh, for instance, when we both did the Alaska hat... Mm -hmm. There's no way I could have done that pattern with, you know, people or moving or being in a car. That's one of those patterns that I would need to have sitting down. That's a great example. Whereas I think your Megan Jane hat is, would be much Perfect. more simpler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knit in the dark. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and, and the same goes for, not that I knit a ton of lace, but there's lace like my market bag has lace. Like I'm doing a knit two together, yarn over, knit together, yarn over. Like no big deal. But if I'm mixing that in with something with left and right decreases and um, center decreases and or nubs yeah. or any Thank of those you. million yes. other things that could possibly go in there, yeah. are you changing your stitch? Is it something you know? Okay, this row I've got these. On that row I've got something else. On that row it's you know, are you constantly changing? How intensive is your pattern? And, and as Kelsey said, it's different person to person. 
I think Kelsey could stand on her head and knit lace and talk to me at the same time and maybe ride a bike with her right hand. I can't do that, I don't think. <laughs> you had me at the, you know, possibly standing on my head and knitting lace, <laughs> but after that, I don't know. I believe it. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Um, let's see, what else is there to consider? Um, if you were flying, I, I don't fly for the holidays, but important things no knitting needles are allowed i have not had a problem i have not had a problem i know some people have i have not had a problem on um united states flights yeah international international i've had some different issues definitely take a look check what your airline says but typically within the united states i have never had an issue as far as my knitting needles some people do take bamboo needles or double points, or something you're less likely to care about if you have to, Mm -hmm. you know, dispose of them, or perhaps you have to send them home. Something that's not going to cost you an arm and a leg or break your heart when you have to leave them behind. Yes. Um, And also on that note, beware of the size of your scissors. Yes. I have some of my project bags are like those long, like typical, like I call them kitchen scissors. Like, definitely not okay for a plane. <laughs> definitely um, not. My go-to is um, fingernail clippers. Mm. But I know there's there's super cute small snips all over the place that you can get that are super great. Um, so just something else, like, that I wouldn't think of. Again, um, check where you're flying. Yes, so they have I, different requirements. Uh, when I flew out, when I flew from the United States to Kenya, mm-hmm. I was fine. With a pair of scissors, I had like a two-inch yeah. um, scissors. When I left Kenya, I had to leave them behind. It's like, oh, man. Fingernail clippers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they have those like little necklaces, too. But I, I don't know if I would... Like, I know it doesn't have to be the most accurate cut when you cut yarn. But sometimes those are a little too jagged for me. I haven't had an issue with those. Um, they typically have a few points of where you can insert your yarn and kind of pull it off. Very similar to like a seam ripper. Mm-hmm. It's not going to give you necessarily the sharpest cut, but it will work. Yeah. So when in doubt, that's a great option. Um, and Kelsey kind of started to talk about this. Um, so type of needles can kind of be a helpful thing too. Um, I don't know why I always think about this, but like if you're like knitting on the bus, and you lose a needle, oh. you don't know where that's going to roll, right? Right. <laughs> so circular needles are kind of a nice thing where if you're dropping your whole project, yeah, you're dropping your whole project. But then both your needles are attached to each other. So that's right. kind of nice. Uh, even if you're knitting, I knit tons of projects flat with circular needles, and that's one of the nice benefits of that. So depending on your traveling situation, be it an airplane, a bus, a car, it's it's nice bump heads and you drop one of your needles, but if they're connected, and you're not going to drop yeah, your needles, you still got them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, let's see what what else do we have? I think we we covered a lot really quickly. I would say the number go. number of projects. Oh yes, always always pack extra mm-hmm. if you have room. Pack extra. Do it. I think I packed four projects for the weekend, and I worked on one. That's okay. But at that point, you know, I have options. 
if something runs out, then I have a backup. If I, you know, get stuck on something, I have something else to do. Am I mindlessly sitting here talking with my family and I can just go knit, 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 knit? Or do I have a little more downtime? That's my time and I can work on something a little bit harder. If it's up to me, I'm going to take as many projects as I can fit. <laughs> it's always going to be way more than enough. But I'd rather it be that case than me not too. enough. And I like, um, like you just said, I'm kind of rewording it. Sorry. Um, but different like styles of projects. So like Kelsey is saying she has one just stocking it for a little bit. And then she might have one that's a little more like, hey, I'm hanging out by myself. I'm going to pull out that that fancy lace thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need some fancy lace knitting. <laughs> your lace is your jam. I know. <laughs> Missing it. Um, let's see. What else I have? Talked about that. We talked about that. Do you have any thoughts on how to carry a pattern or marking a pattern or anything that would be yeah. project related? So even though I'm a very digital person, I do like to print my patterns, but I have found on my phone, and I think most smartphones have a version of this, that you can like save it as a PDF mm -hmm. or a screenshot, and then you have like highlighting options. And so I've done that. I did that for a long time before I started printing my patterns out, um, even just at home. And then if you have an iPad or some small device like that, you can also have them on there, but make sure to download them beforehand because you never know what your service situation is going to be. <laughs> I swear. That's a great <laughs> point. You never know if you have a chance while you're, you know, while you're connected, do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. There was somewhere, um, not too far from here. Actually, I was for a bike race and it's like, we're, we're not that far from the city, but far enough that the surface wasn't great and the hills existed. So it was like, Oh, hey, I'm just going to drop off the planet for a few hours. Mm -hmm. And of course, there was something I wanted to look up then. Shoot. Because you know that's how that goes. Mm -hmm. Or like me, one of the times I flew, I had just downloaded the pattern. It didn't read it ahead of time. And it had a different type of uh, cast on. You're like, oh, no. And I was like hurrying before the plane took off trying to watch it. And <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> But I was like, no, this is the only project I have on my carry-on. <laughs> I know. I was all set to do this. Um, so I'm not I'm not super great at reading my pattern ahead of time, but taking a little glance at it, kind of knowing what you're in for is probably a good idea, too. Yes, I think that is a <laughs> great tip. Um, definitely before you leave to go somewhere, because I, I can't tell you how many times I've been caught. Oh, hey, you know, I've knit the ribbing, and now I need this other size needle that I don't have. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Oh, with that, I was going to recommend, you know, I haven't taken my interchangeables with me a lot of places. Because not, you know, not all of my projects use my interchangeable needles. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking about this. With this is that if, you know... You're going to be ending up using multiple needles in a project. Interchangeables might be the way to go. Yeah, save a little space. Have mm -hmm. a little more options. Well, and then you could always just toss in a backup skein of yarn just in case. Oh, yeah. And then you'd have a project. Mm-hmm. I love it. 
anything else to add? I don't think so. I think that was at least a good start and hope that you guys found it helpful. Maybe take one, make a little, take a little something away from it. Yeah. So, Caitlin, have you learned anything biking this week? I have. Do tell. What have I learned? I have a list of things, and so I have to remember where I am on my list. So many things. Let's see. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm catching up. Okay. Um... Okay, so we've kind of referenced this before, um, but I want to talk a little bit briefly about trail etiquette. Okay. Um, briefly. So we had an episode back when we had our, sorry, multitasking, our shortcuts. Shortcuts, thank you. We had a lot of good information in there. Um, so if you do have any questions, I'd say that is a great resource. Um, Kelsey also included some resources on just information about trails and then being like open or not, but trail etiquette. Um, yes, we want to be our best at biking selves, but we also need to consider that we're not the only ones on the trail, be it where we have people biking the opposite direction. We have people walking, people with dogs, people with kids. Um, so even though it's really great to get those PRs, I think it's important to, be aware of who's around you. And maybe you do need to take that turn a little slower so you both can turn. <laughs> right. Um, and I don't know. I think I'd already told this story in the podcast, but that we were doing the, the mountain bike trails and that's like a single track. And this guy flipped over the handlebars right in front of me because he was going so fast and he went over a log on the left side of the trail when I was, I was going to the side actually to even let him by because I don't, I'm like, whatever, like you can go. Right. <laughs> But he was in such a hurry. <laughs> Oops. Um, so just keeping in mind that there's other people and being friendly. Um, we were so fortunate when we took Riker. Like, we, I had either we were sandwiched with Riker. So Riker was in between us. Um, but even as fast as we can get a toddler over, like, it's important for people to just kind of be aware of our other people out there learning and biking and having fun. So I don't know if that's like as, as exciting as my other facts, but I think it's important to just keep in mind. Well, and especially, you know, this time of year, we're getting to the point where we're going to see more people. Well, not necessarily more in general on the mountain bike trails, but you're going to see a lot more different people, especially as the snow starts to come. Mm -hmm. And especially around here where it is that mixed use, you've got hikers, walkers, snowshoers, skiers, cyclists homeless mm -hmm. who knows when you're going to walk into somebody's yard yeah yeah and on top of that you want to know when you go out there to a trail know who your contacts are whether if you have an accident you call the sheriff's office the police department conservation the fire department etc be ready for any of those instances yeah that way they'll never happen mm-hmm Although recently we've had a number of fires um, in one of our areas. And it's been a simple, you know, someone was out there at the time, fortunately, and was able to, you know, call 911 and get the fire department out there. Because right now it's a hotbed for fires. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we finally got rain last weekend, but it has been very dry this year. Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, it's always good. Be on the track, be on the lookout for anyone around you. Um, enjoy it, but you know, pay attention to the other people. Yeah, so everyone can enjoy it. So I think that's kind of what I wanted to hit at. Very cool. Um, do anything else, Kelsey? I don't think so. I don't think so either. This has been really fun. It really has. It's nice. It's always nice when we get to be together. It is. Well, that all. Things. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on tap as GravelNets. Our website is GravelNets.com. You can email us at GravelNets at gmail.com. And support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash GravelNets. You can find me, Kelsey, on Instagram and Ravelry as Bikes Bros Use. And on and on wow that's hard we've been talking for a while and on untapped as kelsey j it's a christmas beer guys <laughs> um, you can find me caitlin on ravelry and instagram as caitlin and lloyd and caitlin and lloyd and lloyd knits um, please message us and let us know what you'd like us to talk about. And we'd love to hear what you think about the show. If you like the podcast, share it with a friend. Please do. Gravel Knits believes everyone deserves to be included and loved, regardless of who you love. Beliefs, color, size, your gender, or whatever else makes you you. Please keep in mind that we are human. And while we are trying to educate ourselves, there is always more to learn and any critiques are deeply appreciated. Thank you. Bam. <laughs> <sighs>